Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win it! They win it! Pippen runs down the lane. Dumps it out to Horse. Packs it for three. Yeah! Rose crosses over the fadeaway. Got it! Let me step back and kiss myself. MVP time! Windy City Assassin does it again! Hey, the Bulls did it. They beat Joel Embiid, and then they proceeded to get their asses handed to them two days later. Talk about the ups and downs of the year. That was the lowest of lows the other night against the Philadelphia 76ers. We're going to talk about the high of highs that was the victory over Philadelphia as well on today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network presented by BetOnline.ag. I'm your host, Nick Schultz, alongside my partner, former Bulls Benchbob member and Tennessee ball, CJ Watson. CJ, I say it again. That was the highest of highs and the lowest of lows in about 72 hours, I think. Yeah, that's fast as it goes, you know, going from high to low in, in such a short span of time. But, you know, it's a, it's a tale of the bull season so far. Yeah, I mean, it's the epitome of you never know what can hit you. And the Bulls got punched in the mouth multiple times yeah. Wednesday night against Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, and DeMar DeRozan left with an injury. We don't know the severity of it, but we're going to spec- kind of speculate what it means going forward. Ten games left. As crazy as it is, ten games left, a couple weeks left in the year. Got a lot to get to after I tell you about our friends, betonline.ag. BetOnline remains your number one source for all your college basketball betting this season. Get analysis of every play, prop, and point at BetOnline. You will find the latest odds, bracket contests, team matchups, and game trends at BetOnline. Updated odds for everything from live games the Sweet 16 right through the Final Four and Championship game. Going to be a fun weekend of hoops coming up with Final Four bids on the line. Bet Online is your college basketball headquarters this season. What are you waiting for? Head to the website today or use your mobile device to sign up. Receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to receive your bonus. It's B-L-E-A-V. Get that bonus at Bet Online. It's where the game starts. There's going to be some really, really good games coming up. I want to talk about your Vols, but we're recording this Thursday. I don't know what's going to happen with the way the tournament's gone. I don't want to, I don't want to get hopes up about Tennessee making a run at this thing, but they're, they're favored going into the game. You know, yep. see what happens. Yeah, don't uh, jinx this. <laughs> that's what I'm trying not to do. I'm trying to restrain myself because I don't know how this, this drops Friday morning. The game's going to be over. <laughs> also, before we get caught up in that, uh, we have an official shirt of our show, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, exclusively at shop.believe.com. There's a lot of great stuff there to support the rapidly growing list of shows on our network. The official shirt of our program, though, Jordan Pippen 98, The Last Dance, shop.believe.com. The link is in my Twitter bio. Now, back to the tournament real quick before we get to the Bulls. What a crazy first couple rounds it was. And I imagine the Sweet 16 Elite Eight is going to be just as nuts, if not even more wild, I think. Yeah, it's going to definitely going to get crazy. Uh, you know, 16 teams left. Uh, I think Tennessee has a great chance to get to the lead eight. Hopefully we can get past this test, you know, and uh, keep going further. I, for one, just want to see more Eric Musselman. I, shirtless Muss is right, one of my yeah, favorite yeah. things well, in the whole I don't world. Want to see, I don't want to see any shirtless. <laughs> I actually, <laughs> it's definitely so, funny. <laughs> so the, uh, the media relations guy for the Midwest, uh, they were in the Midwest, right? They had to have been. Yeah. 
because he works for the Missouri Valley. So I got to know him well when I was up at Loyola. He was the one who had to usher Musk yeah. to the microphone. You could see him say, like, hey, put your shirt on. Like, it was right, just yeah, yeah. great visual watching the, the media relations guys. Like, hey, great, you want put your shirt on and get to the right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did that when Loyola made the run, too, I think. I'm pretty sure he took his shirt off in the locker room before Loyola beat him in the Sweet 16, by the way, throwing that out there. But, <laughs> like, man, <laughs> putting him in Las Vegas is going to be something. I don't care yeah. how the games go. But Eric yeah. Musselman in Las Vegas, that <laughs> Yeah, he might be running shirtless down the strip if they if they win, if they get to the Elite Eight. So, you know, it's going to be crazy. <laughs> and say so he's out your way. Like, you, yeah, yeah. that could be interesting. <laughs> Very interesting, yeah. We'll, hopefully he keeps his shirt on, though. It was definitely yeah. exciting, though, to watch his team win. He's a good guy, too. I mean, that's, yeah, at least yeah. he seems like it seems like a good guy, does great work in the transfer portal. And he's got some NBA prospects on this team. And, you know, some of those, those guys could wind up on the Bulls or the 76ers who played two games this week. Bulls won the first one, 109-105 in double overtime. Yes, a basketball game in 2023 was 109-105 to in double <laughs> overtime. Yeah. First time the Bulls have ever beaten Joel Embiid. They had James Harden in that game too. Embiid fouled out. Bulls capitalized on the opportunity. Things are going great. Then they went and trailed 17 to nothing in the return game in Chicago, and that deficit went to 23-1, to which is about the time I turned it off and said, Forget this. I'll look at the box score and the low lights when we talk about it on the podcast. Final score, 116 to 91. As I said, DeMar left with the oblique issue. Philadelphia didn't have Harden either, by the way. So the epitome of... Get over there. It was the epitome of the lowest of lows in that game coming back home and having that happen. Yeah, I think so. I think it's just, uh, you know, teams um, just going into Philly, getting a win, stealing a win, but then coming back to Chicago and then, you know, just uh, getting punched in the mouth. Uh, Philly just really taking it to them, being being the aggressor, uh, being the more dominant team from start to finish, and it kind of just showed throughout the whole game. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about they beat Joel Embiid for the first time. Embiid was 12-0 and against the Bulls in his career. They finally beat him, and it was in Philadelphia. Like, cool, that's great. You're on a three-game winning streak, and I'm sitting there thinking, okay, they're on a three-game winning streak. Where's the punchline here? You right. told me to believe. <laughs> I was trying to believe I tried and <laughs> 17 to nothing. I'm like, Oh, this is going great. And then DeMar got teed up. Billy Donovan got teed up. I think Vooch was trying to get teed up from my <laughs> understanding. It seemed like he wasn't happy with the refs. Nobody was right. just all around. Dr. Jekyll, uncle fluffy. As I put it, this, I was just watching that West wing episode. That's what I turned on instead of the game. I hmm. threw on West wing for the fifth time or something like that. Right. Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, whatever analogy you want to throw out there. It's just not good, especially when you were riding high. You had momentum. Yeah, you had momentum, and like I said, just the Philadelphia Seventy Six just came in and just took it from you. Uh, I felt like they let they think they let one slip away, and they knew coming to Chicago they needed to get some payback, and that's exactly what they did. They got payback, you know, times ten, and it really just showed uh, the Chicago Bulls who really the dominant team is between the two teams. And that was again without Harden. That's I yeah. wasn't sure how that was going to go, and you know the Bulls were down Caruso. He was supposed to be back. He's dealing with, is it, is it a foot, a groin, something? He was feeling fine. And then in warm-ups, it started flaring up. They kept him up out of abundance of caution is what they said, which I don't find that necessarily. If you're in the position you're in now, you're looking at the play-in tournament. You're going to need AC for the play-in. So that didn't bother me, but I didn't expect it to be 116-91, and that's closer than the game was, by the way. The game was not that close. It was unwatchable. Yeah, yeah it wasn't even close at all. Like I said, I feel like they – not, not necessarily gave up, but, you know, just let the 76 just do whatever they wanted to the whole game. And that, that's, that's what you can tell about the score and how it ended up. You know, you, you said it before, this sums up the season. I mean, they're coming off a huge win. It was a bad night, 
to have a bad night like that. Uh, the stat is the Bulls are 0-5 now when they're trying to extend a three-game winning streak to four games. They just cannot get that fourth victory. I, I don't know what it is about three games in a row. They can't win the fourth. And there's it's one thing to like lay an egg, just have a rough showing. To get punched in the mouth and just get your asses handed to you like that? Ah, my goodness, too late in the season for that. Yeah, too late in the season, and especially when you're trying, you know, make the play-in tournament. Um, like we've been saying the whole season, they need to get on a run, go on a win streak, and obviously, just like you said, they can't get to three games uh, in a row. And uh, not many teams who go to the playoffs probably can uh, can say that. So teams are going on win streaks. They're making it making it known that they're that that's their goal to get to the playoffs and be dominant in the playoffs. And the Bulls just haven't, you know, kind of caught that wave yet. They show flashes. It's just you've got yeah, to yeah. stay consistent. And I really, I really thought Pat Bev would bring that consistency and help them respond to adversity more. It's not like this was a back to back. Like they right. had the day off. There, yes, it was a travel day, but you, it wasn't a back to back, and you did fine. Like it, the, you did fine the last time in double overtime. Like, but yeah. the the worst part about this is it's more than just a loss. We don't know how bad Demar Derozan got hurt because remember he had that issue earlier in the year that kept him out a few games. I think the stat is like one in five without Damar in the lineup. So yep. there's no update on the severity. He chose not to talk to reporters post-game. Billy Donovan didn't have an update post-game. Vooch and Zach said it sounds like he's going to be fine, but you're at this time of year. If he's hurt at all, that's a problem. Yeah, it's definitely a problem. He's a big piece of what they do. Uh, probably their main, you know, focal, one or two focal pieces. Um, but having or missing him would definitely, you know, cause a lot of trouble, uh, a lot of missed points, um, a lot of clutch time uh, scoring. So hopefully, you know, he's all right and he can get back uh, the lineup. And again, we don't know how bad he was hurt. He didn't have a limp, according to Casey Johnson, a couple other reporters after the game. Seemed like he was walking fine at the game. I'm pretty sure it was an oblique injury. It's the same thing he had earlier in the year. He just kind of re-aggravated it is all. But even so, the fact that it flared up again, you got another co-host coming in here. Right, yeah, <laughs> a co-host coming in. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> that's awesome. Um, but you know, with Demar getting hurt, even at all, it worries me. Just he, you know, like you said, he's such a big part of what we're doing or what they're yep. doing. It's just, man, that's not good timing at all. Yeah, not good timing. Like Hope he said, maybe he was just sick and tired of that game. Um, but you know. Uh, you have games like that during the season. Hopefully you don't, but, you know, uh, you have games like that, and hopefully, you know, the Bulls should have known that they were going to come in and, and give them their best shot, especially after uh, the Bulls going in there to 76ers and, and beating them on the road with a low-scoring game, like you said, in double overtime, and you don't really see that in today's basketball anymore. I saw some metrics that back this up too, but even just the little bit I watched before I got frustrated and turned it off during work, it just felt like – what could go wrong will go wrong. And it felt like yeah. everything just went wrong. It was an all around off night, like offense, defense, everything. Nothing went right at all. Yeah, nothing went right. And like you said, uh, with DeMar going out, that kind of probably hurt everyone's chances, him getting a tech, coach getting a tech. And like I said, all, all the other players probably trying to get a tech and get thrown out. Uh, like I said, you have games like that. Uh, that's the sign of, a, I feel like, of bad teams, uh, bad energy. Uh, so hopefully, like I said, hopefully they can regroup and try to make a push for this uh, playing tournament. Now, don't get me wrong. I don't mind guys like, quote unquote, trying to get attacked. Like <laughs> if the refs are bad, like you work them, you voice your frustration. That's what I mean when trying to. And I don't mind that necessarily. Right. If they're, and it, I mean, that wasn't just me thinking the refs were bad. I mean, I saw beat writers saying it was just not great officiating. So I, I don't hate that. I like the fire. But, you know, there's 10 games left here. Once again, they have to respond. And I don't know how they're. I don't know how they're going to. Yeah, they have to respond. We don't know how they're going to. Hopefully, they're a resilient team. Hopefully, they can bounce back quick. 
and uh, you know, just get get back focused, get refocused, and hopefully try again to get back on a winning streak with more than you know three games because they're going to need it. Yeah, please win a fourth game in a row. Right. <laughs> That's I don't ask for much. Just right. you win three in a row, get win one more game is all you need. Like then you can keep that thing rolling too. But you know they can't keep a three game winning streak rolling. Who's to say they can keep a four game? But they're still the ten seed. They're a game and a right. half up right now. Just you wanted to get a little separation here if your goal is to make the playoffs and. Go, you have to go through the play-in, obviously, but yep. you need more separation. Gotta, yeah, you got to get more separation. You got to get more confidence for your team. I feel like that's what the big thing is. Just as long as they can, can win games, that gives them confidence that they can beat people. They can beat, you know, playoff teams and top-tier teams um, and not just, you know, let the the bottom teams uh, come in and beat them. Well, and now they're gearing up to go out west for a few days. They've got, what, they got the Blazers coming up, which that I'm more on the Blazers pick in a second. I'm resolved to the fact that the Bulls aren't getting that pick. I'm just, that's kind of where I'm at with it. But you've got the Blazers coming up Friday. This is a unique back-to-back. At the Lakers, at the Clippers, they both play at the artist formerly known as Staples Center. What is it, Crypto.com <laughs> Arena yeah, now? Crypto, or yeah. <laughs> the Staples Center. I just, I, right. I, I, I always do the old Prince thing, the artist formerly known as, like the arena formerly known as Staples Center. Like, that's just an interesting back-to-back. So it's like, yes, you play two games in two nights, but you're in the same spot. Like, right, yeah. That is so weird to me, but... You know, three-game West Coast swing here. Those are going to be some late nights. I mean, I don't know what else to say besides go win, go two out of three at least. Yeah, you have to. Definitely, you know, you can't win any games. You want to spoil, you know, the Lakers are definitely on that teeter in the playoff tournament. So if you can't win games, you definitely want to spoil their season. Um, and uh, what better way to, to win games on the road and especially with a team like the, the Lakers and uh, definitely both winnable games, especially with PG being hurt with the Clippers. Uh, so that's a lot of – uh, firepower they're going to lose so hopefully like i said the bulls can come in refocus get demar back and you know get two road wins that are needed i'm very glad the pg injury looked worse than it was because when i first yeah. saw that i wasn't sure what was going to happen but yeah. i mean yes he's out the rest of the regular season but again that's two weeks like that's right that doesn't mean a lot but it's just what was it a sprain i think a sprained knee or something of yeah the it just kind. looked bad <laughs> exactly it was it wasn't what it was when he was with team usa a few years ago yeah, yeah. it, was, it right. looked like it was going to be a lot worse i was worried there was a tear in there no, just a yeah. sprain. So that's good. To, good to see. And the Bulls have beaten the Clippers before, but you've got the Lakers now. The Lakers are six and four in their last ten. They've won two straight. They still don't have LeBron. So the Bulls are feasibly they're going to dodge LeBron and PG on this trip. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to make a run, you're a half game back of the nine seed right now. Game and a half back of the eight seed. May as well capitalize if you can say I've said it all year. So yeah, yeah, they got to make <laughs> they got to take advantage of their opportunities. This is you know. What better opportunity than now with you know one of the greatest players ever not playing, and then uh, another great player not playing? So they got to take advantage of these opportunities and really make the most of them. And like I said, just capitalize on it. This is uh, the hand that they've been dealt. So um, just go in there and get to get some wins. Easier said than done, but it's definitely possible. And I want to go back to something we talked about the other day. We talked about contenders versus pretenders, and you know, with the way they played Monday night, I'm thinking, okay, maybe they can prove they could be contenders. And then they turned around and who, who, I, for the life of me, I can't remember who did the song. I'm sitting there humming. Oh yes. The bulls are the great pretenders is what right. I was thinking. Like they kind of <laughs> did, did a full 180. And right. so I guess now we're, where we're at with it, looking at them, I still don't know contenders or pretenders. It's still, yeah, <laughs> I can't decide. It's a, a toss up, because you never know which team you're going to get. Uh, some nights you get the contenders sometimes, some nights you get the pretenders. So like I said, uh, it's just whatever Chicago Bulls team wants to show up, and um, I think that's the team we're going to get. So, like I said, 
Uh, for me, it's this it's 50 50. It's a toss up right now. So hopefully, you know, they can continue to stay on the contender pace and that team can show up every, each and every night for the rest of the season. And I'm not going to bother blaming injuries. Like, yes, Caruso's been down. Yes, Javante Green has been out of the lineup, but he's back. Every team's dealing with injuries. We just mentioned Paul George and LeBron James. Like, yep. if DeMar's hurt too, yes, that's a big part of your team, but everybody's dealing with injuries. You got to respond and just wait. I feel like. Because you don't shoot the three well, just wear teams down. You won a game in double overtime, 109 to 105. You stop right. Joel Embiid. Like, just yeah. grind teams down if you can. Yeah, you can. You have to. Yeah, you got you to find some way, some solid play that's going to help you, that that uh, gives you strengths, uh, takes away the weaknesses of your team. And like you said, they're, they're not a great three-point shooting team, but they can grind people down. They can be physical. Um, they can maybe pick up the tempo a little bit um, and just play more in transition, get to the free throw line more. But uh, I think that's a, a thing that has to be done throughout the season and not just start, you know, at the end of the season. It feels very old school NBA when I talk about these games that are low scoring like that, but you don't shoot the three well. Make up for it in other ways, and that requires everybody to play defense. And you know who I'm talking about when I say <laughs> everybody play defense. Right. I'm talking yeah. number eight. Like, you know, everybody's <laughs> got to step up here, and yeah. it just seems like they kind of let off the gas. They do it just enough that other teams can – take advantage of it. So you've got to win grinded out games and that's tough in game. You're starting game 73. Like it's not easy this time of year, but you've got to make other teams pay for absences, even if they're out of their control. Yeah, for sure. Everyone has to buy in from your, you know, last person on the bench to your star player. So until that happens, I feel like the Bulls are going to continue to be an up and down team. Uh, once that happens, Everyone buys in. Everyone's on the same page. Everyone's role is really determined and, and set out. I feel like that's when, when they're going to be really successful. So, again, with 10 games left here, I just want to do the lottery odds update again because we got to keep an eye on this. Uh, the Bulls' chances of a top-four pick keep going down. It's now a 20.3% chance of keeping that pick instead of sending it to Orlando. Portland is now three-and-a-half games away from giving that pick to the Bulls. Safe to say, 10 games to go. I'm guessing that pick is not leaving Portland. I think they're going to wind up in the lottery and I think they're going to wind up with a really good player, yeah. but it looked for a while there. It looked like that pick was going to wind up going to the bulls, but Portland does struggle. They're three and seven in their last 10. Now they have a 32% chance at the top four. So once again, looking at it as no first round pick for the bulls right now, and that's looking to be a reality instead of just me like saying it, like guessing. Yeah. This is very much looking like that with the way the odds are playing out. Which yeah, sucks. you always got to trust the good old tankathon. So I, I trust it. Uh, I believe it. I, I think you only hit it once. So I just I'm, did, uh, and I'm they tr- got number four pick. Oh, there see, it is. Yeah, see, there it is. There. I got to yep. trust it. <laughs> yep. All the problems are solved. Don't trade anybody. Don't get any first round picks. I hit the tankathon button and they moved up five spots. Right. I just throw out the disclaimer again. Tankathon is a great resource. I just laugh at the people who live and die by this thing. Like, right. no, it's a simulator. There are human elements to this. So as we sit here, let's see, mock draft, they could wind up like an Amen Thompson or someone from Overtime Elite shooting right. our point guard according to the mock draft. There we go. I've got it all planned out. Just hire me already. Yep. No, Give please don't. Job. I couldn't. I couldn't do that job. I could not do that. <laughs> I mean, you think I'm stressed now watching these games. I mean, the stress level is never going down for me, and I don't even work. For, I don't work in that front office. I can't imagine oh, yeah. our tourists right now with yeah, all the stress this. Stress level has to be high. 
Oh yeah. Like, I mean, I, at all I, times. Drink, <laughs> I drink too much coffee as it is. I can feel my hairline going back when they were down 17 to nothing, 23 to one. Like right. I can't imagine being the guy in charge of putting this roster together. Oh yeah. But, yeah. It's a lot of sleepless nights. I'm sure. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sure. But no, I mean, gearing up for the end of the year here, that's what you're looking at. And I feel bad. I keep bringing up the draft thing over and over, but it's just the reality of the situation is right now you're looking at not having a first round pick or a second round pick. I don't, I don't think they have a second. Do they? I know they gave up one in the Lonzo tampering. So I think they might have one second rounder coming in from somebody, but no yeah. first rounders, which really sucks when you have a bad year like this and you need to add yeah. talent. Yeah. That means you got to work even hard to add, you know, more talent and make, uh, make this roster, you know, shape up to what you, what you want it to look like for next year and free agency. So it's going to be a hard task, a tough task. And you really got to sell the city of Chicago, you know, uh, the team, the fans, the future of the team. So, uh, like I said, it's, luckily it's a big market and everyone wants to come to Chicago and play there. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Now, and, when you say sell the city, I love bringing this up. Was it Carmelo? <laughs> was it Carmelo's free agency where they sent Benny the Bull and the Lovables out to O'Hare to meet him? Or was it? I think that was Mello they did that. Yeah, yeah. They sent, they sent the mascot. They sent the Lovables. They sent everybody out to O'Hare to meet Carmelo Anthony and try to sell the city. Yeah. And he didn't even... Think, I think that's when he went to the Knicks. Like I, yeah, I think that was the year. I, I think that was the year I signed with the Bulls too. Yeah, I'm trying. I was trying to think. Yeah, I'm like, were you there for that? I think. I think so. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah, because yeah. I know they were also like there were talks about LeBron and Dwayne Wade before they all went to the Heat. Like I know there yeah. was interest at least. Like, but don't don't oversell the city like that. Right. But use the city to your advantage. Like you're not yeah. you're not recruiting a high school kid to a college. Like right. city yeah. will sell itself. Do not overdo it. Please. Yeah, it's different aspects. You gotta sell, you know, like you said, a, an adult, you know, someone who's probably business minded, business savvy. Um, um and you just gotta sell, you know, sell your team. I feel like and that's the that's the main thing is he's coming to play basketball, that person. So to sell the team and the future of the team and how great you're trying to be and try to get back to that dynasty, which was, you know, the, the Bulls era, the, the Jordan era. The last dance was on TV the other day as I was scrolling through. I think that was Sunday. And it's my rule that I have to watch it every time it's on. And <laughs> I, it was the last episode of it. And I watched yeah, yeah. it like, yeah, please get back to this or something right. close. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, that that is my rule. I, my brother laughed at me. He's like, did you just compare this to Shawshank? No, I didn't. I, what I say is there's the rule that if Shawshank's on TV, you have to watch it no matter where it's right. at. I yeah. say the last dance is in that category too. You've got to watch it. No, I'm not yeah. comparing the two. I'm not saying the last dance is the Shawshank Redemption. I'm saying it's that same concept. Yeah. But, That's how I feel with bad boys too. Anytime that yeah. movie is on or like Friday or next Friday, yeah. I always got to watch it. Even though I've seen it millions of times. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll, there, I have a bunch of those that I'm like, if it's on, I'm like, well, I got to watch it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can go down the list, but we don't, we don't have time <laughs> for the <laughs> amount of movies I do that with. But I mean, the last dance is always going to be one I watch and, watching the the end where it says the bulls started rebuild i'm like did they ever stop outside of when yeah. Derek was there before he got hurt like even then like that he got hurt get start over again right yeah it's just yep. been you I, I go the highest to highs the lowest to lows that's kind of the theme of the episode today yeah like, the bulls uh you know team this year <laughs> it, it really is it's so it's so frustrating and like you're game 72 10 to go yeah you've got a couple playing games that you got to go through and you were going to fall into that, find out how the draft shakes out. And one of these days I am going to look at the salary cap situation and who the free agents are that 
I want to target, but it's a matter of I'm in the middle of NCAA tournament mode right now. Like right. I'm more focused on where Brandon Miller's going in the draft than what the full yeah, salary yeah. cap situation is. Give me two weeks and I'll start really diving into, oh, hey, there's free agency going on. Right, yeah. It's going to make that easier. <laughs> that we got another co-host on the show. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, she's past her nap time. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Mine too. Real quick, before we wrap up, because I, I want to make some jokes about this. Warriors Mavericks. The Mavericks are protesting their loss to Golden State. They've lost by two. There was an inbound play. The ball went out of bounds on Golden State. The referee signaled it went to Golden State, then pointed for the media timeout, and then Golden State inbounded, inbounded the ball. Dallas was on the other side of the court. Like, this whole thing. And Mark Cuban sound off like the announcer even said it was Mavericks ball. Well, the referees had the call right if you look at the replays. So I just want to get your reaction to that whole thing. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, it was, uh, you know, something I saw in real time, and I've never seen anything like that before where they stopped the game and the ref calls it one way and then he calls it another way and then they take the ball out and the other team's on the other side of the court <laughs> and they get an easy dunk. So, and then, you know, in the midst of it, Mark Cuban comes to the scorer's table and just, you know, complains and complains. So it's definitely interesting to see. I'm I'm surprised and looking forward to see how the league's going to react to it. If anyone's going to get fined and all this kind of stuff from, from all the, you know, the backlash from it. Yeah. I, Mark Cuban, very quiet guy. He never speaks out about anything. So yeah, yeah, before, never. before we wrap up, who do you have with you? <laughs> this is little Annika. Two years old. Say hi. Wave. <laughs> That's going to be a hit on the YouTube channel. <laughs> it's awesome. Well, going to go ahead and wrap up today's episode of Believe in Bulls here on the Believe Network, presented by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code BLEAV, 50% welcome bonus. Again, Sweet 16 Elite Eight's going on. And by our shirt, Jordan Pippa 98, the last dance shop.believe.com. CJ, this was a fun show. I'm glad we could bring another one of us on board to help us wrap up and hopefully we'll have some more fun down the stretch here these last 10 games into the play-in. Yeah, yeah, for sure. The co-host, another co-host is taking over our show. <laughs> <laughs> you better, you got to watch it. She's going to come for your chair pretty soon. I know, right? She, <laughs> she can have it. It's, it's, all, it's all I do. That's what I work for, to let her take the reins. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Good man. Well, we'll see everybody here next week. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the basketball. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.